Okay, so we're here in Naperville. I'm here with Jim. It is Thursday, the 27th, July 27th of 2023. Uh, so we'll start off with a story maybe that uh, most or many of the Beverly's have not heard before. Got it. Uh, thank you first for doing this, Kevin. I think this is a fantastic idea, and I've, I've been you. looking forward to it. Good. Um, I've enjoyed and, it. And I look forward to the end product of whatever that might be. Yeah. So um, we'll see. The, the piece of my life that I think a lot of people may not know is that Kathy and I have been part of a stock club, an investment club, if you will, <clears throat> for about 25 years. And the group consists currently of four different couples. One of each of those couples was a child of a group that was a previous generation stock club, those being Kathy's parents and her oh. friends. Ah. So Kathy is one, her cousin, uh, a friend of theirs, and, uh, and another cousin uh, are the members of this group with each of their spouses, and I'm one of the spouses. Got it. So we've been doing this for 25 years. There's two things that I think are just extremely cool about that. One is that um, uh, the IRS tax code allows for some pretty interesting things. So first of all, <laughs> we are a legitimate Illinois S corporation. Really? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Illinois LLC, a limited liability corporation. Oh, okay. So we actually filed papers. We have a tax ID number. We file tax returns. And as required by code, um, we have to have an annual meeting of the officers to ratify the bylaws. That's what the code says. And the code also, the way I understand it, does not restrict where that meeting takes place. <laughs> so we've stretched the definition of that. And we've had meetings in Rome, Italy, wow. and St. Lucia, and uh, Jamaica, wow. and Cancun, Mexico, and some other places that are really fun that we wouldn't have traveled otherwise. And I love the fact that we're uh, literally decades long. We meet every month, with few exceptions, and have um, some really wonderful experiences. There's always some of the other experiences as well, you know, that maybe aren't so fun. But we've had a lot of really good times with the same group of friends over and over and over for roughly 25 years. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. And now our children are old enough to potentially do this on their own. I don't know that they will, but I love the idea. It's a lot of fun, and it's been a really bright uh theater in our life of experiences yeah. right um and we've yeah we've had a really good time with that you've all invested your money have you all invested equal amounts or do people put in different amounts as they choose exactly equal amounts and it's a really staggering amount we, we've increased it now to a hundred dollars a month ah where we started at fifty dollars a month for the longest <laughs> while and the funny thing about putting money away for a long time is if you leave it alone it actually grows it grows yeah and so it, the balance in this account was you know, $50 a month times four, right? So $200 a month for, I think it was maybe 18 years before we said, hey, Let's this see. balance is getting pretty big. You know, we, it's not like we made any great decisions about investments. What we did do was keep doing it, right? Okay. Keep saving, keep saving, keep saving. So it wasn't a uh, strategic thing. No. You just bought uh, shares in a, in a um, money, uh, not a, what's that called? In, in just an investment account. Investment right? account, We hold yeah. it at Schwab. And yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, our investment success has not been very tremendous. What we've been good at is 25 years of monthly saving. So Every month. And everybody puts in the exact same amount. Yeah. We have had uh, two couples step away, in oh. which case we bought them out. You know, we bought their sure. shares, right? And, and uh, in one case, we had one couple join partway through. And they had to buy in for the then current average value. That's so a, everybody's right. in for exactly the same amount. So there will never be a quibble over how much each person gets. It'll nope. be divided by four, and that's right. that. And we, in, in the bylaws, we have the rules about how, you know, could somebody join and how does mm -hmm. somebody leave or 
get asked to leave or whatever. <laughs> uh, fortunately, we've not been had not had to do that, but uh, it's worked so, out pretty well. Yeah. So you've you've um, had your money earn money to earn money to earn money. You yeah. Know, interest on the interest on the interest right. and so on. Yeah, and then yeah, because of the way the the code works, the travel to and from the annual meeting is a deductible expense. <laughs> so. So that's the cute thing. If anybody's listening to this and thinking, "Gosh, how can I go have fun and yeah. and, and get a little bit of a deal?" That's it, you know, give me it. a call. I'll be happy to walk you through it. But it's all all that you is know, based cool. on the rule book. Um, it reminds me, minus the trips to Rome and Jamaica and St. Lucia, etc. Uh, it reminds me of Mom and Dad's Pinochle Club. Yes, you know, a few couples yeah. that get together every month and have dinner or cocktails yeah. or whatever the case might be. You don't have to drink, but you, you know, often you can do. if you want. Yeah, and the the uh, in their case the card playing, in your case the stock investments, is more of a vehicle to the to the cohesive group meetings and so on. Exactly right. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. So uh, most most of the meetings are travel. You know, uh, each couple sponsors or hosts. Uh, a, a dinner, uh, and then once a year we go out to dinner, and we have the the stock club pay for that dinner because that's another meeting <laughs> that we have. Uh, and that's then cool. yeah, and then once a year we go and ratify the bylaws and At decide some other some other place other t- than neighborhood. Typically, it's not home. Yeah. <laughs> now you had to have some knowledge. Obviously, you have the knowledge, but uh, did the other people also have some knowledge of how this all works? Well, they did because their parents all did it. But how did they know? They just that I don't know. Researched it. That's a great question. I did. Uh, yeah. So they were uh, they were called um, the the social speculators, <laughs> who also, from what we understand, they had a legitimate Illinois entity yeah. for which they kept records and all the rest. And they uh, taught their kids when the kids were old enough. You know, when we began, they yeah. said, you know, here's how we did it, and here's what it looks like. And uh, so we, you know, we filed with the state, and we got and and with the federal, and got a, a tax ID number, and then. That's really cool. Yeah. So we have minutes from every meeting, and you know, we follow all the rules. And uh, nowadays, those minutes are virtual, not not written. Oh, you might be surprised. Oh, no, really? it's it's quite a substantial binder, a physical binder. So it is still. It. Okay, yeah. it's actually a ring binder full of notes. Yep. Now we we should digitize it because you know paper can go away and burn yeah. easily. But yeah. And uh, digital is the way I, I understand people are doing things nowadays. Huh. It's, it's probably on one of those internets, isn't it? One of those internets, and that thing is that that internet thing is going to catch on someday. I, I think hear, it's going to be something. I hear people are using it more and more, <laughs> um, as well as this little doodad. And I'm pointing at this, the uh, cell phone uh, that has also <laughs> kind of uh, caught on. It, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think uh, stick okay, around. so so speaking of which, that, I love that story. That's a good one, and I bet you're right. Most people didn't know it. I, I've heard you talk about it before, but I didn't know all the details. So that was a good one. That's a good, good choice. Uh, the other question is, what is the biggest change or difference in your life mm-hmm. since your childhood? And by childhood, we'll say yep. anywhere from high school back. Yeah. Uh, what's been the biggest change in your life or in the, the, the world you live in, I guess you yeah. could also throw in there if you want. Yep. Um, I, I'm not sure how common this is, but in my world, I'm the most important thing. Right, <laughs> and I, I say it kind of haha and, and kind of very sincerely. Um, most of the decisions I make are intended to bring me joy, flat out. I have invested a lot of time and effort and a decent amount of money in life coaching to help me realize that. And so, in answering the question of what has changed in my life, I, my point is I've done a lot of reflecting on it, a lot of soul searching, and um, a lot of tears, and and a lot of joy that came out of it. But the biggest difference for me is uh, 
is, is financial. And I'm, it, it sounds shallow when I say it that way. But many times when we go out to dinner, whether it's with friends or just Kathy and I, or when we travel, I recognize that I'm not looking at the price tag. Relative to when we grew up and everything was driven by the price, that's a big difference. Big. And it's not just a big difference, it's a difference that I remember and recognize on a regular basis. Your sensibility of it, you're saying, is still is still connected pretty pretty substantially and pretty profoundly to your memories of what it was like when you were a kid. Yeah. Where price meant almost it, everything. It, right. Yeah, the I mean on the rare occasions when we went out to dinner, which really wasn't much of an experience for some of the middle siblings. No. Right? There were just too many bodies yeah. to feed and they just couldn't. So by the time I came around as the 12th, uh, I think mom and dad had enough extra that once in a while we could. Okay. And so we would go out to a Ponderosa Steakhouse <laughs> or uh, you know a Denny's or Living whatever the case might large. be. Once in a while on my birthday, I even got away with a Red Lobster request. Oh my gosh. Right? And that was luxury lemon because that's, you know, now we're talking seafood. Well, when Mike threw probably Joan or Dave at least, I would guess. When they hear that, uh, you know, they're going to be up in arms. Yeah. Because uh, there was none of that <laughs> nonsense. That's right. Um, that was crazy. It's funny, Bill. in, in Bill's conversation with me, he pointed out that, that uh, he came back from college or from maybe his young adult life or whatever and came back uh, to Gobel Drive and asked where Dad was. Someone told him, he ran to uh, pick Chip up from football practice. Yeah. And Bill said, wait, sure. he, Chip gets a ride home from football practice? Right. <clears throat> he didn't get rides. They got their own rides. They walked yeah. and they rolled their bike. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in the earlier years, for baseball, you know, playing playing baseball yeah, in the league, Lombard yeah. Little League, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that was, <clears throat> not only did, you know, would we have all paid our own way for the, the, the summer fee, whatever that might have been, but, yeah, you rode your bike to and from practice yeah. or walked or ran or got a ride, whatever, but it was entirely your own responsibility. Uh, and that, that's true. I think I did get some um, <laughs> additional benefits that some of my uh, some of the middle siblings, my older ones, uh, didn't have just because, you know, I think mom and dad finally had time for the first time in their life to actually yeah. uh, tune into and uh, help a little more than maybe they could when there was a dozen <laughs> of them running around. And correct me if I'm wrong, I, I believe most of us recognize that mom and dad more or less, uh, I think more or less all of us, agree that mom and dad did what they could oh, given my. the circumstances in which they were raising the I, family. I, it, it's hard to keep it together thinking how much they gave. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, X, uh, whatever it might have been, whatever resource, right? Uh, you know, the time, love, money, attention, uh, a ride, right? Anything at all. Divided by 14. Yes. It ain't much. <laughs> there's not a, There's not enough, right? Even but if funny, had, yeah. there was enough. There was enough for everybody to get what they needed. Maybe yeah. not all they wanted. But yeah, mom and dad did, I think, a, a, an incredibly wonderful job of giving more than any, anybody could expect. Um, one of my siblings, one of my sisters, and I'm going to say, I think it was Anne, mentioned as part of her answer to that question that, it's sort of along the, the same lines of what you just said, Jim, uh, that she feels finally like she has enough. And I said enough, and I left it open-ended, and she said, of anything. That's enough it. resources, enough. enough time, enough, yeah. yeah. And uh, there certainly wasn't always enough as we grew up. We made it. We all, yeah. we all survived. You know, we all, we all got through. And, uh, and uh, in, in varying degrees of satisfaction and <laughs> customer, you know, customer satisfaction, I guess yeah. you could say, 
but we all made it and and I would submit and I, I I've said this before that everything we were shortchanged in and in every way that we were shortchanged we were also strengthened you know yeah. we were also built up uh in, in terms of our character, in terms of our resolution, in terms of our uh, perseverance, any, any mm. of those words you want to use, um, because we recognized that being short on this or that or not getting what you wanted or what you're getting your way or whatever um, was not the end of it. You were going to be okay. You were going to wake up the next morning and life was going to go on and you were going to be just fine. Suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Mom, oh, I want to do an attack on, and this is a uh, kind of a rip, but also a huge pat on the back for our mother, Harriet. Ah. Uh, so mom, near, nearer the end of her life than the beginning, uh, lived with my wife Kathy and I for a few months. Um, <laughs> and on her last day with us, not her last day on earth, but her last day living with us, she was transitioning to an assisted living facility. Yeah. And my sister Joan had come to pick her up from my house. Joan had come to pick mom up from my house. And when mom saw Joan's car pull in the driveway, she grabbed her bags and, and walked out. I didn't even get a chance to pick up the bags for her. <laughs> but I got to the door as she was getting in Joan's car, and I said, Mom, Jack and Holly, my then, you know, uh, not infant, but very young, very young children, I'll say maybe, uh, you know, eight and six kind of yeah. age, right? They really wanted to say goodbye to Grandma because they had become very fond of her living ah. with us. She was a really fun, playful uh individual in their life and and I said mom hold on a minute Jack and Holly want to say goodbye to you and she continued to sit down in Joan's car and said oh, it's the first of many disappointments they'll see me again <laughs> so a, a, a testament to her uh, warm touch <laughs> wow fortunately Joan held up the car long enough for Jack and Holly to get out and give her a hug but uh <laughs> yeah. first of many disappointments yeah. get used to it get over it right <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think that did toughen us up. And most of the time I can laugh about that. Other times it brings me to tears. But yeah. I think there could have been a lot worse ways to get out of the get out of the start. Yeah. And I can hear mom saying that. Oh, yeah. I could hear mom saying that. Um, <laughs> uh, the phrase that younger generation, I've, I've heard some of the kids at school use is, you get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. Okay. So right it's kind of like suck it up buttercup. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, I... I'm sure that a, a sociologist or a psychologist could write an interesting case study and, and use us as the subject. But um, since none of us are that, we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll continue to, to make good use of the resources we have, we yeah. have and still have, yeah. uh, whether we've um, earned them or, or whether they've been thrust upon us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I, I definitely think we all give mom and dad credit for that. You know, they did the best they could with what they had and, and, and then some. And taught us well. Amen. Yeah. Amen All right. Well, that. thanks, Jim. Thanks, Kevin. And uh, we'll put this in the we'll put this in the files. And uh, I think it becomes a podcast. If not, I will transcribe it. I was going to write them down, but my son Mike says I can make them into a podcast, which would be more accessible, a lot easier, and yes, much easier if I do it right. And it allows people to hear the voices, which is kind of neat. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do that. All right. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for spending time with me. So long. <laughs>